What's up with this love and light shit? Yeah, it's kind of like, what do those words even mean without the embodiment? Right, when people say love and light, I'm sort of like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm Kayla Nelson, a holistic coach in both wellness and business, and a healer and educator of Lyme disease. I'm Jessica Jean Muir. I'm a personal empowerment guide through my work as a yoga teacher, trauma-informed body worker, and group facilitator. You're listening to Love, Light, and Go Fuck Yourself, the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Love, Light, and Go Fuck Yourself podcast. Um, Jessica Jean here, and my beautiful co-hostess, Kayla Nelson, is sitting here. Mm-hmm. And she says hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, and before we started recording, um, we were just kind of catching up, mm-hmm. and I was sharing with Kayla about how... I'm rereading this incredible, amazing book, um, Heart, by Pema Chodron. Um, and I got this book, for the, I, I read it for the first time three years ago when I was going through a really big transition when things were falling apart <laughs> and so yeah <laughs> um kind of the right time to read it mm-hmm. not that there is no there is no right time wrong time like it it resonates whatever's happening but yeah. um that's when I first encountered it and it really like blew my fucking mind because it gave me like this new framework for moving through uncomfortable emotions and states and coming up against what really can be the most challenging pieces of being a human Mm -hmm. because we have an ego yeah because we have this um this protective mechanism in place that is actually incredibly intelligent we'll talk more about it but the ego is so necessary to remain alive and actually has a lot of beautiful aspects to it but it is very much concerned with keeping us safe and alive as its primary objectives and so when we're moving through things that are hard or we're stepping into the unknown that really triggers the fuck out of the ego Mm -hmm. and can present as these like flashing warning signs of like do not approach go back go back (laughs) yeah yeah like don't don't Ah. and so unfortunately like if we let that override we can like turn back and so it was just really healing and beautiful to be like moving through what I see now has been like the biggest hero's journey of my life so far Mm. with this permission to like really to like have faith to be in communication with spirit, to drop fully into the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. um, with no judgment, no agenda, um, which to me is being in relationship with faith, with yeah. God, with spirituality. And so I am now rereading this book because I'm moving through another 
thing. I'm coming up against kind of what feels like in a lot of ways, like the last great frontier of this part of my healing journey of like the layers that I've been uncovering for the last three years. Like this is definitely a part of that, this story that I'm dismantling right now. And it's incredibly fucking painful. And so Mm -hmm. as I was like hysterically sobbing on my kitchen floor last week (laughs) or no, a couple days ago, time is weird. Yeah. Um, I, this book, came into my mind I'm like oh my god so I crawled my way over to the bookshelf no I don't know what I did but I got (laughs) I got the book and I sat in the bathtub and this is the kind of book where you read like two or three pages and then you like cry and you embody and you do the practice and so um yeah I was I was just sharing this with Kayla and we were like yeah, how interesting and wild and challenging and important is it mm-hmm. to, um, I think if you're on a spiritual journey at all, you eventually come to this place mm-hmm. where it's like you have to learn how to integrate mm-hmm. ego and spirit. Yep. And that weird dance because yep. they're so different. Right. Yes, they are so different. And they're two opposite ends of the spectrum sometimes. And you're asked as a human to hold that Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is like the greatest human paradox is holding these two things. And sometimes to me, um, it can also feel like holding in your heart grief and also profound love and gratitude oh at the god. same time. Yes. It's like, oh my god, this is so huge. <laughs> How? How? Like, I literally feel like I'm going to burst yeah. out of my skin. I feel like every cell is just going to, like, explode. <laughs> and I'm no longer going to be a human again. Like, I can't mm-hmm. hold all of this energy. Because yeah. both of those things, gratitude and love and, like, Oh, reverence for what you're experiencing is huge, right? Mm -hmm. And often what comes with that is grief Mm -hmm. because it means that you have moved past or are moving past or going to be moving through something that is no longer for you Mm -hmm. to hold on to anymore. Mm Mm-hmm grieving a lost part of yourself yeah ego death ego death ego death is yes exactly what you're talking about simultaneously the most ecstatic yeah incredible (laughs) like most alive pema uses this term in the book that like just oh makes my heart beat it's like it it like it pins you to the present moment yeah. in this way that is like so refreshing. Like mm-hmm. it feels like you're coming out of a dream in a lot of ways and you're yeah. just like fully here. Yeah. And at the same time, it's the most painful, confusing, yep. grief filled, warpy. Yes. Experience. Yep. And so it can be really disorienting for that reason yeah because you feel like you're losing your goddamn mind yeah and you are you are actually exactly. <laughs> that's the yes. fucking point you literally are that's the point 
because like defining some turns here putting yeah. some structure into like what we're talking about mm-hmm. is ego is usually in the mind right yep. it's these hard rigid constructs that have that we all are a part of us no matter what we do we can't completely obliterate our ego yeah that's just not possible it's just like you know we have the light in the dark the yin and the yang whatever you want to have the polar polarity in experiences of life right like ego is one of those polarizing pieces of us and it's necessary because ego keeps us safe Mm -hmm. and we need safety right like if a lion is charging us we need to fucking run yeah right but if the quote-unquote like lion that's charging us is our own fear or construct Mm -hmm. we actually need to open up our hearts and get courageous and stand there and dance with it and talk with it and commune with it and acknowledge it Mm -hmm. and accept it and kind of like put our hand through it right see that it's like possibly an illusion yes Ooh, good you know yes all of those things. And the weirdest thing that happens sometimes yeah. is when you do put your hand through it and see that it's an illusion, there can weirdly be grief there. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, so yeah, like you said, ego is a healthy, normal construct. If mm-hmm. you didn't have it, there would probably be like some kind of, um, you know, something We'd be dead happening. at like the age of three, Yes, probably. exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There'd be some kind of something happening. You would be dead. You might be dead. <laughs> Way earlier than you need to be. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, they're important because your ego really informs, like, how you move through the world safe, safety, yeah. safely, how you view the world. Like, what I tell my clients a lot is, like, okay, say, you know, you're we're in another time period where humans were evolving and mm-hmm. we don't have, like, phones and... GPS and maps and all this shit and there's like these two paths and you know for certain that this one path is safe Mm -hmm. and maybe it leads you to like this grove with like a couple of fruit trees and like you know you're gonna eat Mm -hmm. and then somebody tells you here's this other path and I know for certain at the end of this path is like this big oasis with fresh Mm -hmm. water and there's like Mm -hmm. tons of food and there's like meat and all these things but we've never actually like walked down that path so Mm. we don't know if there are yeah lions waiting for us Mm -hmm. if there's like other tribes that are gonna want to hunt us we like litter if there's poison plants along the path all that shit yeah and so what our brains do as humans is that even though what's potentially at the end of that second path that we don't know, even Mm -hmm. though that's potentially better, Mm -hmm. our brain literally tells us like, no, don't go there, go down the safe path, even though that path is shittier. Right. And so it's very weird when we, when we break that pattern in the brain, Mm -hmm. It's like we almost like break our brain. It's like yeah. what the fuck? No, you fuck literally is are. Ha- you're literally yeah. in real time evolving as a human species. Right. That's what is so crazy to me. Yeah, you're forming new neural pathways. Literally. This is neuroplasticity. This is neurogenesis in some ways, yeah. you know, because you're forming new thoughts, new patterns, new experiences, mm-hmm. all of those things through choice. Yep. And it is. It's it's questioning and rubbing up against your ego. Mm-hmm. And 
listening to you th- talk there, I'm in, I'm curious. I actually don't know the answer to this. Yeah. But I'm really curious about this piece because, and I also want to put a little like cliff notes to what I'm just saying here too, is that I want to be sure that myself and people that are listening aren't hearing this as absolutes mm. because there are no absolutes. And if we think that way, then that's where we get into rigidity. I mean, that's ego in a way. Yeah, that is ego in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of nuance here, right? And there's a lot of change happening mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. Okay. So back to what I'm curious about and yeah. hearing you talk about this path, right? Yeah. So somewhere in this line, we've got to create confidence Mm. in ourselves Mm. in safety Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. those are important things yeah because we can't just go out into the world and just yes i mean you can but there there are repercussions to not having internal safety Mm -hmm. and not knowing boundaries or bounds of things yep um, so I'm curious the play here, yeah. you know, and this is probably where ego actually serves us, right. In helping us to form confidence, yep. self-assuredness, yep. knowingness, cause we need to know things, Totally. you know, we need to have things that are concrete, mm-hmm. um, and have familiarity cause all those things create safety. Yes. But it's, but the crux of this the crux of the human experience. This is the crux of the human experience <laughs> is knowing when you have overstayed your welcome inside of your own constructs of safety, aka ego, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Like this is like the fine tuning of the human experience. Totally. I feel like what we're talking about. Totally. And no one can tell you what that is. It's different for you, Jess. It's different for me. It's different for you that's listening right now. Yep. But it's having like the courage to step out Investigate. Yeah. I was looking, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I came across this page and they were, their whole like MO was like fear is an illusion. Mm. And I was like, actually it's not. Like, mm-hmm. fear isn't good. Mm-hmm. Fear is necessary. Mm-hmm. Fear means that we are um, approaching something that we don't know, which is what you're talking about. Right. Like, we need to know things. We yeah. need to have boundaries. We need to, like, have safety and confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, so fear actually is a really healthy response. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily an illusion or it's not fear is your enemy I think was what one of the posts Mm. said and I was like whoa no Mm -hmm. like fear is a beautiful intelligent amazing response yeah but like yeah just reiterating what you're saying like for me what it is is like when I feel fear or I'm approaching that edge it's Mm -hmm. my job to instead of just take my initial instincts for granted and Mm -hmm. go off of that, it's like, yeah, it's my responsibility to like look at this fear and, and see, is this a real lion or is this an illusion? Yeah. Mm. Right. Like, cause it might be a real lion Mm -hmm. and that's a value that you have that fear response, like run the other fucking way. Totally. (laughs) But 
you might look at it and deconstruct it and and then come against up against this thing that we're talking about mm. where you need to like have faith a little bit yeah. and commune with spirit and yeah. like have the trust to like move beyond mm. and mm-hmm. yeah yeah let's I want to pause there for a moment yeah. and like pose questions for um, inquiries that we can have with ourselves here yeah. in this moment when fear arises because yeah. I think this is really important because I feel like this is also the piece where people get lost inside of knowing what to do when they come up against fear. Yeah. Right? Oh my so, God. Like what I think of when I come up against a fear, whether it's a fear in my heart or a physical fear or something mm-hmm. like taking a breath, right? Mm-hmm. Embodiment always that you talk about, yeah. we talk about is breathing. Yeah. First step in embodiment is breathing, mm-hmm. feeling your body, feel your body. And then ask a question, okay, fear is here. Mm-hmm. What is this fear about? Yep. Is this fear keeping me safe in a way that could have physical or mental harm? Mm. In a way that's not of service to me? Or is this fear coming from an old wound? Trauma response. Yeah, exactly. A trauma response. Mm-hmm. A response to some sort of stimuli that you've learned in the past that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And and then going through questions and questioning the fear and understanding it, having an actual relationship and trying to understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And then from there, deciding if this is something that you want to work with or if this is a valuable tool that your ego is providing you to keep you truly safe yes and the question that I give my clients because honestly this is at the crux of probably like 95% of the work that I fucking do with people yeah is this and the question that I give my clients and the reason I give my clients is because I've been giving myself it is what evidence do I have that are based in my current reality that enforce this fear or that deconstruct this fear. And so you take the fear and then like, let's use an example. Like, um, okay, here's one that I worked through with a client recently was I'm, I'm a failure, I'm failing. And so like that was her big fear was that she was like a failure. So we like took that question like or that idea that, that like, oh my God, I'm, I'm afraid, am I failing? And said okay what evidence do you have based in your current reality Mm. that you're failing and she was like um well (laughs) actually like none because she's got a job she's got a home she's got friends she's got her health she's got you know all this Mm -hmm. these things Mm -hmm. and then it was like you know yeah so like Mm -hmm. I the reason why I like that question is because trauma response is in our past Mm -hmm. it's information coming from a past experience trauma like that stuff that gets stored is not happening in real time Mm -hmm. like the event isn't happening in real time at that point so that's where like mindfulness and coming back into the present can be really helpful when working with trauma right. because it like 
snaps you out of that response. Mm -hmm. And so like that's why when doing like trauma touch therapy with people, Mm -hmm. a really big part of it is like, have it, letting people simultaneously live their old story where the traumatic event occurred while mm-hmm. also keeping them really in the present yeah. and keeping them in their their somatic experience in the present moment because mm-hmm. the idea is to like retrain that memory mm-hmm. with the current physiological state so mm-hmm. that it like starts to, to uncharge some right. of that stuff. Yeah, And so it's like a similar idea with this question is like, what evidence do you have based on like right now where you're mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. that that is true? Yeah, right. You know, it's such a beautiful question. And what you were also just speaking of there, a piece also that I feel is important for people to realize is the body keeps score. Yeah. Trauma gets stuck in our tissues, our cells, our muscles, our joints, or you know, all of those things. So yes, while talk therapy is really crucial and important, at some point working with the physical body is really important in actually moving through fear responses yeah. that we have that hold us back from enjoying a full human experience mm-hmm. of joy mm-hmm. and love and connection mm-hmm. and community. Yeah. Like at some point you've got to work on releasing that out of the tissues of your body. Yeah. And how you do that is through somatic experiences. Yeah. Touch, movement, breath work, acknowledgement, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And action. In action. That's huge. Like right. when you make that decision to do the different thing. Yeah. Like when you realize, when you like take the charge away from that fear mm-hmm. and you've done that inquiry and you see really clearly and can tell like, okay, this is coming from a trauma response or a limited belief or whatever. Yeah. This isn't actually in service of where I'm going. And then you do the different thing. Like that's discharging it. That's like moving it through too. Yeah. And is and is paving a new neural pathway. Yeah. Just like, you know, I always see a picture of like in my mind's eye of like a trail, you know, out on in the foothills or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that trail it gets carved deeper and deeper and deeper every year because people are continually walking on it. Yeah. And when you forge a new trail, it's tough in the beginning. Yes. Right? You're yeah. like bushwhack you're literally bushwhacking through Things that aren't created. You're creating a new path. You're creating a new trail in your mind Mm -hmm. for you to have a new experience that's different than the old one that Mm -hmm. continually causes you pain, continually takes you to an empty well. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. And I think the part that can be really fucking confusing about that experience Mm -hmm. is that, like, you think in theory that if you're moving in a new directions that in a new direction mm-hmm. and creating a new pattern that's actually more like positive and in alignment with where it is that you want to be that it's going to feel really good mm. and no. it feels like shit yeah. at first it does it feels like death yeah it really feels like death and it feels like you're failing it feels like you're a fuck up yep. it feels like all of those things because guess what you're brand new here yep you have no idea where the fuck you are because you've never been here before. Yeah. And so in that moment, and what Pema talks about so beautifully in all of her teachings is self-compassion mm-hmm. and grace mm-hmm. in breath and 
recognizing where you are in that current moment and and like not making like we were just talking about this not making a story like Mm -hmm. letting yourself have the experience without an agenda Mm -hmm. you know that's like full communion with spirit Mm -hmm. is like just being with what is in all the nuance of it right without needing to necessarily like see the way out because that actually is taking you like back into ego mind totally totally and so talking about spirit since you just like touched on that a little bit you know what is spirit to you like what is what is the (laughs) the other side of ego Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or I can it's go such a wild. It's yeah. such, it's just such a big question. It's I mean, a huge question. I think it changes for me. Yeah, moment by moment, sometimes. Yes, and I think that's the key thing to listen to right yeah. there is there's change inside of spirit, or right. we can even call it something different. Call it whatever you want. Yeah. Um, the divine. The divine. Whatever. All that. But yeah. what it is to me is the unknown. Yeah. The ego is the known. Yes. And the unknown is spirit, the divine, the opportunity, creation, um, expansion, yeah. all of those things. And not to say that, you know, ego doesn't have parts of that in it, because it does, right? Like, all things are a part of all things. Um, But for the most part, like, this part of you is is this. Yeah. And knowing that change is a part of the unknown. Yes. And getting comfortable, yeah, inside of that change. Mm -hmm. And this is the craziest crux. This is the craziest fuck mind fuck of it all. I can't even spit it out because I'm like, laugh. I know, I feel you. Is that how we get comfortable with change? Is by doing it. Well, yes, is by doing it, but also having grounded pieces of security that come or form in our healthy parts of our ego. Yes, that's so true. So we can't demolish the ego we can't get rid of that because that is such a beautiful helpful tool in us being able to hold the container for change and the unknown and curiosities and love you know all of the things like they hold they they go together yes 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 and i i think for that reason that messaging of like just embrace the unknown and jump (laughs) off the cliff like that's nice but I think that that can also be really like harmful and damaging that can actually take you back into a trauma state yes exactly yeah so that can like be that's like kind of the other side of like that Mm -hmm. that's like the ego trying to do spirit or something. <laughs> Maybe, It's yeah. like absolutes, you know? <laughs> the ego is at Halloween yeah. dressing up as spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I really like that. And the image that I just keep getting is like, we're this human vessel. Mm. We're like this weird flesh vessel. That's mm. creepy. I hate that term. Flesh, flesh vessel. <laughs> vessel. <laughs> um, but we're like this vessel. And I just keep seeing this image of like these two like, streams moving through us Mm. like there's this like ego stream and there's like the spirit stream and they've got to like they both are parts of us and they both are moving through our vessel and like 
there's different times where one is like taking the reins and then the other one's taking the reins Mm -hmm. and like how do we figure out this integration process of like letting them dance together yes that's exactly it yeah that's exactly it um and I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. That's <laughs> Literally. Why, that's why there are probably millions of books written mm-hmm. on the matter of spirituality and ego death and why we have, you know, self-personal development and self-discovery and quests and yeah. all this stuff is because this is truly the unanswered quest <laughs> of the human experience right here. Yeah. Is how do we integrate both of these things in our lives and I think part of us as humans at least I will speak for myself here being a bit of a perfectionist (laughs) and idealistic motherfucker like (laughs) I really want to do that well yeah I really want to do that well really want to do that (laughs) and that can also cause pain right um and just recognizing that part Mm -hmm. and um I mean, it's also what makes living so beautiful. Totally. Totally. It's like that that unknown part, even like inherently within this thing that we're talking about, within yeah. the integration. It's like mm-hmm. there's there's something about that that keeps us going. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah like that, yeah. that never ending nature of it mm-hmm. is really so beautiful too. Yeah. Yes, because once you get all of your mind wrapped around one piece of integration yeah. in your life, right? Um, and then you're like, yes, confidence boost. I just integrated the, I just integrated this piece. Yeah, that's so you know? cool. And then um, you're like, ooh, I did that. What else can I do? Yeah. Or maybe you sit in that and then, you know, the ego monkey mind comes back in. and Wait, but. Yeah, wait, but, yeah, what what else is hiding under there? Like, yeah. okay, you've, like, done this, tidied up this, but, like, what's underneath yeah. all the rest of these leaves? What's the other layer of the onion here? Yeah. And I think we're always going to have layers of that onion, you know? I like that onion. <laughs> yeah. But, like, as you're saying that, and we kind of touched on this in our conversation earlier, like, so that's, like, a good part. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, a part of the ego that's kind of beautiful, so how do you like how do you balance that simultaneous like acceptance and presence and not need to make a story and no need for agenda and mm. not needing to shift states or go anywhere do anything whatever which is so important. Yeah. How do you have that while still developing and uncovering and questioning and I don't like, know. Poof. Yeah, I know. That's the whole, like, that's... that's Mindfuck. It is. That is the billion-dollar universal question of the human experience, is that precisely. Can you think of, like, what it feels like for you? Like, mm. when you're... Because, like you said, like, there will never be... A finish line with this there's it is impossible unless you're dead (laughs) to experience that i think Mm -hmm. i mean yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway i'm not gonna go down this whole rabbit hole of that yeah but like can you think of a time or like what it feels like when you're pretty darn close to at least just being in full in like balance 
of both of these aspects working together. Like, because I think that's the best we can do in a lot of ways mm-hmm. is like, yeah, have both of them present and be listening to both the voices and like letting them mm-hmm. move together. Like that seems to me like the closest we can come. Totally, you know. Yeah, I mean, I have a real time experience of yeah. this. Um, you know, like today I feel really giddy and I'm kind of like giggly and. Um, <laughs> All of that. But at the same time, I'm holding a lot of um, uh, pieces that I'm working through of like some anger Mm -hmm. and honestly resentment and like pissed off feelings towards a particular person Mm -hmm. uh, from my past, from like years ago, like four years ago. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I simultaneously am in sitting with happiness and joy and um feeling good and also being like angry and wanting to like resolve this well not resolve necessarily but like um forgive this um experience that I had in my life and I haven't done that yet And so I don't know, you know, like yesterday, for instance, I did this embodiment practice and this is the first time I've done this practice and it was incredibly expansive. And after I got out of the practice, um, well, there was one piece and I think this is important to talk on that came through to me was there is no rush. And that message came from like a deep part of my womb and I felt so much emotional release. I bawled my eyes out, like uncontrollably wept um, at the thought of that. And I think that statement, there is no rush, is part of what we're talking about here in the integration of spirit and ego, yeah. is there is no rush. And I think that's part of being able to hold both of them simultaneously without wanting to explode (laughs) or hide away Mm -hmm. or maybe you do want to do both all of those things those are healthy responses I think um so after I got out of this practice I stood up and I looked myself in the mirror and I did some self-talk and then I moved my body and I was simultaneously again I was bawling my eyes out with so much joy and relief in like heart expansion at the same time that I was truly grieving and angry and pissed and like get this shit off of me (laughs) I truly felt like I was holding dual parts of myself yeah and I've also never felt more alive yeah truly yeah It's like know. both and it's like it that is. experience. Yeah. Sound is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And I think what is underneath of that is what you teach so well mm-hmm. is like non judgment of emotions mm-hmm. and experiences. Mm-hmm. So doing that, like not judging what I'm feeling, like how can I feel so much joy and love while I feel so much anger and like oh get it off of me Mm -hmm. um 
So not judging or needing to like understand that I can hold both of those things and it'd be okay. Yeah. Um, and the other piece for me is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that just takes time and practice yeah, of does. being in that space. Yeah, it does. And I think you and I have experienced a lot of that in our own personal journeys. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty in what we can be here to help teach others is because we've experienced that in such um, pretty big ways. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a long answer. No, but I mean, it needs, it kind of needs to be like that. <laughs> yeah. I think as you were talking, like, um, I literally had a real time <laughs> because yeah I'm like just now yeah I'm like listening to you and I mean I was thinking about too like this happens all day long for all of us no matter if we are aware of it or not Mm. like I'm listening to you I'm sitting here having this like beautiful conversation and then in my mind my mind was like 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 judging and criticizing like how I'm like something something else that's happening in my life right now like how I'm showing up in like a different place of my life mm-hmm. it's like wow if you want to feel like that you really need to start showing up like this and like how can you start to work to do that to show up like that Ooh. so and and like what I did was like I kind of like laughed for a minute I was like wow how ironic that we're having this conversation right now I'm like I am I'm like here listening to you I'm engaging with you and like yep. having this yep and yet the brain is still here comes my ego like wow everything's great okay but what about this (laughs) you know and so like what I I mean what I literally did just now was like kind of chuckle and be like hello sweet little brain thanks for that I guess but I'm gonna like come back to this conversation and then I was like oh yeah like a way to dance with that is one of the answers from a lot of the major religions in our world about this question which is mindfulness yeah noticing Mm mm-hmm just noticing mm-hmm. and just going okay i'm 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 thinking now i'm moving into ego now okay mm-hmm. cool i'm just gonna like come back yeah and that's yes. that's an answer mm-hmm. that's a framework that we've created as human beings it's a right. it's a technology mm-hmm. we've developed to move through this question yeah yeah it's an unanswerable question, mm-hmm. you know? And it's so ways. true. It doesn't go away. It doesn't, it doesn't go, go away. away. <laughs> no. And I think that's why meditation is really intimidating to a lot of people because there's this like weird misconception <laughs> that like if you're not sitting down and literally having no fucking thoughts yeah. and like levitating, like yeah. you're not meditating. <laughs> right. And I love, you know, like in the book Pema's like that's never gonna happen let that go yep the the goal is when you have the thought because you will have the thought to be like hello okay yeah and I'm gonna come back right Mm non-attachment practicing Mm non-attachment yeah and sometimes meditation isn't you don't feel like all like oh I feel so light and <laughs> so lovely true. and just like love towards everything in the world. Yeah. Sometimes you get mad at meditation you're like fuck. Yep. 
it's frustrating sometimes. Yeah, because a lot of things will come up. And <laughs> yeah. you will see thoughts that have been running in your mind that you didn't even know were there. Ugh, yeah, that's and so crazy. it's bringing things to your awareness also, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it's, again, the work of non-attachment and breathing through that. And move, like and flowing back with spirit. Yeah. Like just doing the dance. Right. Totally. Like, Mm-hmm. moving between one and the other and yeah. trying to identify when your ego is being of service mm-hmm. and when it's not right and then when it's not can yeah. you flow back into spirit totally totally and staying too much in spirit doesn't yes. have you grounded it's like you're airy you're just floating around there's nothing grounding you mm-hmm. you know th- that's not totally serving either yeah and to me, talking about this, like, I see a lot of similarities in the words of, like, masculine and feminine energy, mm-hmm. right? How there's, like, there's healthy parts and maybe not so healthy parts of, of each of those, the masculine mm-hmm. and feminine. And then I think about a river, you know, like, a river and its banks. Mm-hmm. So, like, the river bed and the banks are the masculine or maybe like the healthy parts of the ego yeah. that help to contain and hold form and I function to the watery parts of us, yeah. the feminine parts, the flowy parts, the places that just like go. Sometimes they rush through and sometimes they're soft. Sometimes they're eddying around each other and, you know, trickling over rocks. And, and they're both end. And yeah. they're yep. Huge and uncontainable yeah. in right. some ways. Sometimes it's and, a fucking massive waterfall yeah. just like engulfs everything. But yet the 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 bed, the bedrock, the the sides of the river are the banks are there to hold it. Yeah, I love you that. know, and that brings safety, it brings containment. Because without that, where does the water go? It just like disperses everywhere and then it has no form, it has no function. Yeah. Right? Totally. So we need both of those things. To have form and function, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah, and I, I really love that image because I just was like, okay, if we just imagine water, if there was no containment or even if there was, like, no gravity and stuff, mm-hmm. like, water would just be these, like, little floating particles. I promise I'm not stoned, you guys. <laughs> they would just be, like, these, these, like, floating particles. And yeah. they, yeah, they wouldn't be able to function. No. But because it's, like, we've got, like, gravity bearing down and we've got the rocks and the then it can become this like force that can like clean and hydrate and yeah all these things a form yeah totally yeah yeah so it's like embracing all of those parts of us noticing which pieces are serving us and which pieces aren't Mm -hmm. and then deciding on what you want to do with that Mm -hmm. and then from there i don't know i mean it's just like just keep going just keep going (laughs) just keep going and know that sometimes you're going to be like a pile on the floor and you're not going to want to talk to people Mm -hmm. sometimes you're going to feel so much anger and resentment sometimes you're going to feel like love and expansion and you know in every possible emotion and Mm -hmm. you may feel many of them that feel polarizing at the same time but don't get it twisted like there is nothing wrong with you for that yes exactly like you're a fucking human being having an experience in a world full of stimuli yeah full of rapid change full of old stories and dna and 
you know, all these things that we don't know anything about. Yep. Yeah, and in fact, I would say, like, I would argue that you're actually evolving and operating at a pretty high level if you find yourself experiencing both ends. Oh, totally. Like, you're really increasing your tolerance for sensation. Mm-hmm. Ooh, which right. is the opposite of trauma. That is, ex- oh, that's such a beautiful distinction to yeah. say. Right. So, if you have that experience, like, yeah. remember... Mm-hmm. the ego may try to tell you that there's something wrong with you for feeling that mm-hmm. or for having that experience. And that's mm-hmm. where you put your hand through the lion and like, remember mm-hmm. actually, no, this is like kind of what evolution feels like. Yeah. Yeah. You're breaking down those old constructs of not feeling the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And feeling the thing is how we actually make change. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause if we don't feel it, then we don't understand the uncomfortableness or the, or the beauty in it that we want to like either change or hold on to that that takes our path towards that you know Mm -hmm. I don't know I love this conversation me too I hope that was helpful for someone out there yes (laughs) it was for me yeah yeah it was for me too I think this is something like we were saying like this is an ever ongoing process this is being in process mm-hmm. versus being goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. There is no goal here. Yep. And no answer. Yeah. It's... Or I guess I should say there's no finish line. Yeah. Right. Instead of goal. Yeah. There's no finish line. Yeah, there isn't. And, yeah. like, even in that concept, you get to work with ego and spirit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the ego wants to tell you that that's scary and horrifying and warp your brain and blow your brain up. Yes. <laughs> and then spirit reminds you that that's actually really beautiful and that's the nature of all things. Yeah. Mm. Love it. I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for diving in there. Yeah. Thanks good. for... Um, listening guys mm-hmm. and let us know if this conversation totally warped your brain or if yes. it um if it made you feel things or if it didn't and how do you integrate spirit and ego in your practices in your life yeah yeah and if you liked our content or any of our content Go ahead and review us. Five stars would be a beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe even leave us a comment. That would be really cool. That'd be even better. Yep. So, and then yeah. guess what? Like maybe if you put a comment or even like a question in the comment or I don't know, you could like open up a conversation that we could have on the podcast. Oh, hey. Look at that. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to like chime in a little bit and, you know, maybe we'll share that. Yeah. Or just give us a five-star review. That works. (laughs) That totally works. And share with anyone that you think it would be of service to because that's the ultimate goal of us sitting here, sharing our experiences, sharing our words, is that we are hoping to create value and healing Mm -hmm. and open up maybe possibility where there wasn't before for someone listening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. 